Welcome, everyone, to the Jake Dunlap Show. This is your weekly dose of real success stories from entrepreneurs, athletes, celebrities, CEOs, and the people that you love. If you've ever wondered what makes people tick, what are the weird things that happened to them in their past that helped to shape the people that they've became? Every Thursday at 8 a.m. Eastern, you can tune in and get exactly that. The behind, behind the scenes, not the typical behind the scenes, but the real stories that shaped some of the people that you know, love, and follow. So what's next? So number two. So again, when I think about productivity, I think about, um, I don't know what, what matters most, how to avoid stress. Um, is this one. This this is the one that I feel like so many people suck at. Be an expert renegotiator. Renegotiator? I think I spelled this right. Okay. So this goes back to what I said before. Whenever I whenever you 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 we all say yes to too much. Okay. <laughs> I still say yes to too much. I told you about how in my my move meetings that don't matter anymore, that's kind of a version of this. But I'll tell you what I use what I see is a lot of people and what they think is like I say yes to everything. Yep. Yep. Because one, you've got FOMO potentially. You're like, oh, I don't want to miss out. If if I say no to this thing now, is this going to um you know, nobody's going to want to bring me something in the future, etc. What I, the reality is, I'm telling you this, that the, the easiest saying to learn is, is this. And so this is how I learned how to manage up. So I would say, you know, absolutely. So I'll, I'll type this in here for you too. Absolutely. More than happy to. This is whenever like my boss. I have this and this and this as top as top priority for this week what would you like me to move boom that's it and by learning that phrase over and over and over and over and over again it's yeah, brandon jones and our team he calls it i think he says yes and yep absolutely and i have these other things so what do you want me to move because for me i want to focus on what's a priority if you as my leader you think that this thing isn't a priority okay let's have the conversation so I think that's something that I learned very early in my my career was just to make sure I was working on what mattered most to ease my stress because we all overcommit. For any of you out there, you can give you a virtual raise your hand or a hand clap or something. If in the last week you've overcommitted yourself, right? I'm, I'll keep my hand raised. God knows I have done this every. I do it every week, and and again I get better and better at it probably every every year, but. But what I'm also really good at is saying, absolutely, I'm more than happy to. This is what I've got on my plate. What would you like me to move? And so if you're, don't be nervous. The worst thing to do, and I tell my team this all the time, never fail in a silo. At least go back and try to renegotiate. But don't just sit there and say like, oh, I, I overcommitted. Oh my gosh, well, I'll just do my best. And then it comes down to the deadline. You're like, oh crap, I didn't do it, right? Don't ever do that. There's no point. Like for me instead, again, if you're, if you're mastering your calendar, you know the due dates you've committed because they're in there already. Then you can look at what you've got going on a week from now and then go back to that group or someone and say, guys, I won't have time to get to this. I'll, I'll tell you another really like very real example. We had our extended leadership meeting at the beginning of uh, June. 
And during that, I took the homework item as a CEO to help to reshape our meeting structure schedule for our consulting leadership team. Um, reality is, I looked at my calendar after the meeting. I was like, oh my God, I have got, <laughs> I've got a lot of crap on my plate. I'm not going to be able to get to this until X. So I sent a note to the team. I said, hey, the best time I can find for all of this is here. I know that it's later than we had planned, but I can guarantee to get it done by then. And everyone's like, okay, great. Sounds good. You know, but the alternative would have been for me to try to rush, for me to try to jam it all in, et cetera. And then, you know, what you, then what you end up getting is a bunch of disappointed people or half-assed work. Whereas because I put this thing that was due three weeks later, I could, I, that, you know, that would probably be my, man, I don't want to give it away as my number three, but I'd say my number two, I'll type another 2B in here. 2B for me is start early with something small. So what that, that means is like, I will start to try to avoid having to renegotiate. I will try to start, like just kick a project off very early. Even if it's like four or five weeks or two months, I know I've got to have it done in two months. I'll try to get a little something done in the first week. And then another little something as opposed to cramming for the test at the end. And so I really try to do a good job of like, avoiding renegotiation by pick, by picking realistic timelines and I start early and I start small. It drives certain people that work with me. It drives them crazy. Well, not crazy. It takes them a while to get used to my working habits because they're like, Jake, this thing's not due for three weeks. Why are we, you know, like, why are you, why are you on my ass about it needing to get done now? It's like, because here's the other thing. If it's due at that, that point, we've got a big meeting. We need to dress rehearsal it. We need to beat it up. We need to then come back with a version three and a version four. If you're constantly waiting and you don't start early enough, you're going to always put out what you think is A plus work and it's probably C plus work. No offense, but it probably is C plus work. Okay, last but certainly not least. So tips we've given so far today. Number one is calendar everything. Okay, when you calendar everything, it actually allows you to do a better job negotiating up front because you can look at what your priorities are. Number two is we all overcommit even though you might be the best at calendaring. You might be the best. But then what happens is you overcommit. So then what you have to be able to do, you have to go back and renegotiate, right? And it happens. So just accept that, like, I'm going to do everything I can to plan my weeks and months and days out beautifully. And then life is going to happen. And then the key is, are you one of those people that then, like, deals with that proactively by going back and renegotiating? Or do you just, like, fail? You know? Do you just, like, say, oh, okay, yeah, sure, whatever, uh, as a part of that? So those are my top two. The start early with something small actually could end up being, it could have ended up being number three um, uh, as a part of this. So then the last but not least, okay, the drum roll please of number three. I'll type, I'll type it into the chat in the comments as well too here. Um, so all of you can see it. So being more productive, okay, doesn't mean doing more work, okay? That's not my tip. It's just more of an anecdote, okay? Um, I see a lot of people that they just pile on small tasks, small tasks, small tasks, and never get the big, hard thing done. And because the big, hard team, you know, we have trained our whole world now with Slack and email and everything is, is, is harming our brain. And all of you just need to understand the chemistry of your brain, which is, Every time a little successful task is completed or we check an email, a little, we get a little hit of dopamine. And dopamine it is a trigger for our body that says like, oh, I did good. Oh, that was great. 
And so what I see happens is because we live in this always on world, we've got another video and an alert and alert and alert. We're so used to checking a lot of little boxes because it, it, it hits that dopamine, uh, makes that dopamine hit. And what we do then is we forget though um, that as a part of this, it's not just that. It's not just the small things because guess what? The big things, you don't get that little hit. Whenever you do like, you know, you build a little thing here, do something here, you don't get that same reward. And so I think for a lot of people, we've created this kind of working habit that's, that's engineered to give us little hits of dopamine, but we never get the big thing done never get the big thing done. Right. And so then you're like, man, why am I, why, why isn't this moving the needle? You know, why aren't I getting rewarded more? Or like, I think I'm doing a better job. And it's because you're working on a lot of little things and you've, you've lost sight of what matters uh, the most. Thank you everyone again for listening to another episode. If you are listening all the way to the end, I hope you have left a review. I hope that you make sure that you're following or subscribing on your favorite podcast, listening apparatus. We'll be back next Thursday. And again, make sure to check out the Monday episodes as well, too. A lot of people are really enjoying these kind of mini episode Mondays. So make sure to tune in, subscribe, and leave a review.